The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Thanks to our friend Ro for setting this one up. We have a very special guest on this episode. We're joined by Sal Scognamillo. He's the chef at the renowned Patsy's Italian Restaurant. It's traditional, family-owned and operated in Midtown Manhattan. It's not just a restaurant. It's also history. Patsy's has been known in the Sinatra world as the restaurant Frank Sinatra made famous. Sal has been the chef at Patsy's for 30 years now, since 1988, and it's a great pleasure to have him here. Sal, sir, how are you? Hey, it's great to speak with you, my friend. Such an honor and a pleasure to be with you. And, uh, and it's, it's really uh, something I'm so proud to carry a legacy of my grandfather, Pasquale, who was nicknamed Patsy, and my grandmother, Conchetta who started our business location on West 56th in New York City. And we're just, uh, we're just thrilled that we can, uh, we can be here and, and try and make people happy. It's our pleasure. Well, it's an honor to have you. Now, I'm glad you mentioned from the, the top that the name Pasquale is where Patsy's came from. Maybe you could tell the listeners a little bit about that. Well, sure. My, my grandfather and, and both my grandmother came from Naples, Italy. And it's so, uh, it's so cool. I mean, you know, like so many uh, in, uh, immigrants of the time, they went through Ellis Island. And my grandfather arrived in, in around 1928. And when he came through, um, his name was Pasquale, but they just uh, put like a nickname tag on him to say Patsy. And he just assumed that was his, uh, his, his American translation of his name, which in some ways it was. And uh, that's the moniker he went by. He worked uh, first uh, driving a truck for, uh, for a local department store. And he worked his way into a restaurant by starting off as a, uh, a busboy. And then he managed to worked up all the way to managing restaurants. And he went through uh, two or three different places. He was very lucky that a lot of people followed him along the way. And, uh, and he, you know, he created like a little bit of a following on his own. And so every time he moved to a new restaurant, the people would uh, follow him. The customers would follow him. And in 1942, he opened this, uh, it was his own restaurant with a partner called the Sorrento. And that was open for two years from 44 to 42 to 44. And that's where in uh, 1942, a man named Tommy Dorsey brought in, uh, he said to my grandfather, he said, Patsy, I got this skinny kid from Hoboken. I want you to fatten him up for me. And of course, uh, Tommy Dorsey had brought in Frank Sinatra. And that's when they first met. In 1944, Grandpa and his partner split in the, in the Sorrento restaurant, and that's when he actually opened Patsy's Italian Restaurant. And uh, then, God, God willing, been growing ever strong ever since. Next year will be 75 years. Wow. Incredible. What would you say makes Patsy's different from other Italian restaurants? Well, I think that the most important thing, I mean, is, uh, is a consistency. I mean, I, I even buy from same and suppliers that my grandfather bought from, you know, whether it's the cheese supplier, one of the meat suppliers, and the vegetable person. This is, I'm dealing with the grandchildren of the people my grandfather dealt with. And so I think the consistency is important. And it's about the family is always here. We always want to make sure things are good. It's not like, oh, we rest on our laurels because we've been here so long. We actually are here to care and make sure if something goes wrong, to right that wrong. That's, you know where corporation restaurants are nice, but you don't have that personal touch. I mean, 
we don't do uh, like online reservations. We still ask people to call up because I think you miss something when a when a computer when a computer when a computer makes your reservation for you instead of you calling up and speaking to someone. It's uh, I think that personal touch makes a difference and and the level of consistency. It's probably a difficult question, but what would you say is your absolute favorite thing that they prepare there? I'm always going to default to pasta. <laughs> I love pasta. And, and uh, I like pasta with cheese. So like either a lasagna where we put the meatball sausage, the cheese and the tomato sauce, or, or a baked manicotti, which would be, again, uh, the pasta with the three cheeses, ricotta, mozzarella, parmesan, without the meat. And it's, you know, like a, uh, almost like a crepe. But, uh, and you know, I love, I love when, that's when I'm going to move for not garlic. If I like garlic, I love fish. So clam sauce would be one of my favorites. And our best-selling veal dish, besides veal parmesan, of course, would be veal rollatini masala. That's a scallopini beaten flat, stuffed with mozzarella and prosciutto, rolled up with masala wine and mushroom, brown sauce. It's a, a, an item that's, all these items I mentioned actually have been a menu since they'll never change the stuff that's there. I mean, if I want to add something new, that's fine. But... It seems like these days there's always uh, there's there's a lot of different people who have specialized diets. You know whether it be they're vegetarian or they're vegan or whatever. What's the approach that you take when someone comes in to Patsy's and they have a specialized diet? Oh, it is it's absolute uh, must to let me know, and it's an absolute pleasure. To accommodate them and you know i i talk from experience in that my my wife and my youngest son are both gluten-free which makes me a little sad because pasta with gluten but they, they make <laughs> gluten-free pasta which we have and and it's important that most of our dishes are cooked to order so we can change it so let's just say someone ordered chicken marsala but they were gluten-free what i would do was instead of dipping it in flour i dip it in cornstarch so that would, it would automatically be a gluten-free dish then. So just making a small adjustment like that, we can do. And, of course, allergies are big nowadays, and it's very important, not only just to make people happy, but top of it, they could get very sick if they have allergic reactions. So it's something we pay very, very close attention to, and we always ask for the uh, customer to alert our server or myself or another family member who's here to make sure that that, that order comes out the right way. It's, it's very important to us. What would you say the most important value that you were brought up with that has helped you to be the chef of Patsy's? The people who come to, to our restaurant have many, many choices. In New York, I don't know, you include the five boroughs, there's over 15,000 restaurants and places to eat. So the thing they says, first thing is to thank them for walking through the doors because they had many choices. And the second thing is to make sure they're happy. And they taught me that in their basement in, uh, in Queens, New York. And that was something that was a part of the, uh, of the uh, family tradition. It's, of course, gathering around the, uh, the dinner table. And, you know, we, uh, we tend to overdo things, you know, with Italian food. We always uh, it's, uh, it's an important value that Grandma and Grandpa taught me that I hold in my heart dearly. And I was so blessed that, um, unfortunately, Grandma died younger. I was only about 14 when she passed. But Grandpa... Uh, lived until I was about 20, almost 23, and he got to see me be the chef before he passed away. I think the greatest compliment I've ever gotten is I have people coming here since before I'm born, which is amazing in that respect, and uh, say to me, Sal, I know what the food is going to taste like before I get here. That's why I come back. 
So it's just, uh, I'm very blessed. I really am. I, those, that old saying, if you, uh, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Really, uh, I'm very blessed to, to say that to me. Hmm. Well, at the beginning of the interview, we were mentioning a little bit about Frank Sinatra and how much he loved this place, Patsy's. So it's probably a difficult question. Frank Sinatra had so many great songs. Would it be possible for you to pick your favorite Sinatra song, and why? Yes, uh, I, I like My Way, because I really think it embodies what Frank Sinatra was all about. He did things that may not have been popular at the time, but he did it his way. And I think it just shows a, a sense of what a great person and strength he had, without being arrogant, but it's very important. I mean, a lot of you, your listeners may or may not be familiar with it. was a short film back in the 40s called The House That I Live In, and in that, Frank Sinatra is talking about, uh, you know, racism and uh, people against uh, other people for whatever reason, because they were different from them. And, and back in the 40s, it was not prevalent. I mean, it was much more prevalent than it is now. It's not completely finished. Of course, never be completely finished, sadly. But um, he was very strong about uh, speaking out on behalf of people that may have not looked exactly like you or had different skin color or whatever. But he was very strong about that. And I mean, there's, of course, the famous story about when uh, Sammy Davis Jr. was performing in Las Vegas with him, and Sammy Davis was performing at a hotel that he was not allowed to sleep in because of the color of his skin, which, of course, was wrong. And Frank uh, Sinatra said, well, you know what? If he ain't staying here, I ain't staying here. So it was the kind of thing he stood up for, and I think my way really really embodied that. And, uh, of course, I'd be partial to New York, New York as well, because that's where our restaurant is located. So (laughs) it's always a good thing. And, of course, it's a great um, anthem for so many different things that they, they you know they play at the yankee games uh, new york yankees and uh, and of course it's just about if you can make it there you can make it anywhere so it, it makes me feel very proud that uh, our restaurant has has made it here and god willing we, we keep going now we have uh, my son i'm so proud to say has joined me after graduating college now and uh he's the fourth generation that's working here i'm the third and he's the fourth and uh and God willing, as long as the people are so kind to us and loyal to us, which I'm so blessed that our customers are, um, I think God willing will still be here. Beautiful. Now, I know there has to be, and it could be a story about anything. Having been in the restaurant business for years myself, it's a different life, <laughs> you know? Maybe you could tell us a little short story about something that happened at Patsy's. Well, I mean, it's a wonderful life. I love what it is. I'm so blessed that I get to do what I love to do, and that's why I feel like I never work a day in my life. And um, there's so many different things that that are fun, but I think, you know, uh, things like you have customers that have brought in their children and their children brought in their their children, and I have, you know, so many different families that it's even fourth generations of, of, of customers that are coming here. And, um, one, you know, one recently was, uh, this, this couple and they were celebrating their, their, their 50th wedding anniversary. And, and they've been coming here almost every year on their anniversary since they got married. And they're showing me photos of one of the parties they had before they got married here at Patsy's restaurant in the upstairs room. And, uh, my grandmother and grandfather were actually in the background of it celebrating with them. So it just, it, it warms my heart to, to, to think that People think of us in that way, and uh, and we certainly think of of them in that way. Our customers in that way. We 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 care about them. And just last week, there was a gentleman here who's been coming here for about thirty years, and and he finally he's always been coming in business. And now he was here on pleasure. He's retired, 
and he brought his wife and he introduced me to his wife and he's and and uh, you know i was so happy to meet her and thank her i hope she enjoyed the first time here and uh and he said see see i told you sal treats everybody like a celebrity even though we're not famous sal treats everyone like a celebrity and you know, it's true. I mean, how else can you thank people by going over except shaking a hand and giving a hug and saying, thank you for choosing our restaurant. Thank you for coming back so many years. I mean, you know, I always make a joke that people, you know, come back. Sometimes it's for revenge. I says, but thank God. You know, <laughs> thank God it's not for that. It's just because you want to have a good meal. So it's it's very, it's very, uh, I'm very blessed. It's a difficult life. You know, you've been in it. But everyone works hard nowadays. So it's not that, you know. A friend of mine who's in book publishing doesn't put in crazy hours and travel all over the place and stuff. So, I mean, it's just a, it's a wonderful thing. I'm happy to be with my family. I'm blessed. My mother and father are still with me, 86, 87 years old, you know. So, thank God. Thank God we keep going. You just said a couple of seconds ago the word celebrity. If you want to talk about what stars have sat down and ate a meal at, Patsy's, I'm just going to name a few of them. You'd have everyone from Alec Baldwin, Tony Danza, Al Pacino, Tom Hanks. You'd have Madonna, David Letterman, Tony Bennett. I could keep on going. They they get the picture. Has there been anybody who came through the doors that you were, for a moment, starstruck? Besides Sinatra, of course, that was, that was <laughs> it. And uh, a great story is... Um, uh, one of the ones you mentioned was Tony Danza, and and I almost uh, almost hit under the table. I was so starstruck, but because what had happened was uh, I have two cookbooks out. The first one came out in 2002, and the forward was written by Frank Sinatra and Nancy. She wrote some really beautiful things in there, and uh, and she uh, and the second one came out in um, 2015, and Ben Stiller wrote the forward. You know the actor. But in 2002 is when we started getting more publicity about um, the restaurant because of the cookbook. I was able to appear, appear on several uh, TV shows doing cooking segments, Today Show, you know, things like that. But one person interviewed me. He, he has a magazine called Wear Magazine. It's where, you know, it's in the hotels. It tells you where everything is. And it's all over the, the country, Wear Magazine. And he asked me a question. He was looking at some of the photos we have on the wall. And he said to me, Sal, whose photo is missing from the wall? In other words... Which celebrity had never come in that you'd like to see come in? And I immediately said Tony Danza. He had never been in, oddly enough. And uh, they put it in the article. Long story short, Tony saw it at a hotel that he was staying a few blocks from here. And basically it says, well, Tony Danza, if you're out there, you know, Sal would like to uh, cook you some rigatoni sorrentino and meatballs, you know. So, <laughs> And he read it, and, he, and, and, and just out of the blue, one day he's walking through the door. He's got the magazine in one hand, and he's, he's screaming with the other hand, saying, I see my name in the paper. I'm here. Where's this guy, Sal? And for a, for a moment there, I was, uh, should I hug him or should I hide under the table? <laughs> I don't know what to do, you know? But that was just such a special thing. And we became very good friends after that. He actually had a talk show in the mid-2000s that um, I was on so many times. And I'm not ashamed to say that uh, I've been, been on so many different talk shows and Martha Stewart and Today Show and, and all the cooking segments on all the local stations as well. But the only person... I couldn't teach anything was uh, in cooking was Tony Danza. So, <laughs> he, he knows how to cook, but uh, good guy, good guy, and became uh, became friends uh, after that. He was he was actually honored that I wanted to meet him, which makes me still to this day blush. So, <laughs> so that's probably uh, the two two most one. My my most favorite of all time, besides of course Sinatra, was um, was Rosemary Clooney. Oh wow! 
What a sweetheart. What a sweetheart. I mean, I'd call her Mrs. Clooney. She'd say, I'm your Aunt Rosemary. Don't say that, you know. And uh, She was always here. She, she had a funny saying. It was a, Every time she was in New York, she'd make a Patsy's pasta pilgrimage to come here. So it was just a wonderful lady, wonderful lady. Great, I think, in my humble opinion, and I'm no expert, very underrated, one of, one of the, one of the top, uh, top voices uh, of all time with her singing. And, of course, actress and White, of course, the, the classic movie, White Christmas, you know, so many different things. But uh, we're very lucky, you know, we, we, uh, we're close to the Broadway theaters. And my grandfather loved music. He played, not professionally, but a little bit the, uh, the piano and the, and the mandolin. And our first customers were uh, people from Broadway, musicians and things like that. So we always have a, a special affinity for musicians and singers. And, you know, it's it's thing that, the, the kind of things they do, you know, bring happiness to people, which is, you know, what I hopefully I can do with my food, they do with their music and their singing, and, and sometimes acting as well. On your Facebook page, I saw a picture of you with the late Frank Sinatra Jr. Yes, great man. Tell us about him. I have to tell you, he was really a wonderful, wonderful man. Super intelligent, had photographic memory. I mean, this kind of guy could look at a page in a book and remember everything on it. Um, very, I mean, I knew him about 30 years. He was always very um, shy in some respects. I mean, he was... Uh, probably more comfortable talking one-on-one than being in front of an audience. And, of course, he had a, a real big shoes to fill there, same name even. And uh, the thing is, when he passed away, it was I was very sad, of course, like so many people. And one of the interviews I did with the local radio station, they asked me um, about him. And I said, you know, every time someone met him, the only thing they would say, first, second, third thing they would say is, oh, I love your father, I love your father, I love your father. And, of course, he was always thankful and say, thank you so much. He understood, you know. And uh, one time I heard, you know, it's over a 30-year period. One time he was here and someone said that to him. He turned, you know, after he said thank you, he turned away. And I happened to be just standing there. And he said, put his hands up in the air. He says, doesn't anyone love me? He said. So it was, it was kind of sad, you know. And, and of course, we loved him. I mean, he was such a great guy. We had a, uh, a restaurant in Atlantic City for about five years. Sadly, the hotel was sold. And it's still closed. It was a Hilton Hotel, and, and so we had no control over it. But we were very successful in the five and a half years we were there. When we opened it in the late 2000s, Frank Sinatra Jr. had a um, scheduled concert at the hotel that, you know, during that time frame. He actually moved the date of his concert to coincide with the opening of our place when we had in, in, in Atlantic City. And uh, I thought that was such And so he could meet all the first uh, diners there. I thought that was really special. Wow. Uh, really great guy, great guy. And uh, right now we just have, and I always want to make clear, we have the only one and only locations on 56 between 8th and Broadway in New York City, Patsy's Italian Restaurant, patsy's.com, no apostrophe on the web. And if you like the Facebook page, um, we do recipes all the time. And, uh, we, you know, trying to keep in touch and thank our customers as, as much as we can. And fun stories and heartwarming things like, you know, sometimes I put up photos with celebrities, but a lot of times I put up, what I consider celebrities is people have been coming here since before I'm born. I mean, <laughs> I have a fellow uh, about a month or two ago, I put up a photo and he's coming. I'm 50, I'm almost 57 and I have a fellow coming here longer than that. He's coming here almost, over 60 years. And, and I said, do you mind if we put a picture of me and you and tell that story? He says, no, I'm proud that I've been coming here all these years, you know? So it's, 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 it's a nice feeling. Wow. I have one more question for you. What is the best thing 
not just limited to the restaurant. What is the best thing about being Sal? <laughs> well, I guess I would have to immediately say that I'm blessed by a great family. I have two uh, two beautiful boys, wonderful wife, Lisa, who's actually in the business now. She joined about five years ago to help us out because mom and dad have slowed down, of course. And I think uh, I think that's the best part is my family, and it, and it always will be. I mean, because without them, what could I do? I mean, you know, and there's no motivation to do anything in that respect, but... Of course, uh, they're there for me 10,000%, and uh, it's a great, great feeling to know that you have this family and and I'm, that I'm Patsy and Cachetta's grandson as well. And when I have people that come in for so many years that knew my grandparents and say they're looking down at you and they're proud, I mean, I think that's probably my best, best part for me. So for everyone out there listening, again, it's Patsy's.com, Patsy's Italian Restaurant, 236 West 56th Street in New York. And Sal, any parting words, anything you'd like to say to our listeners before we, we say goodbye? Yes, yes. Thank you so much for listening. Continued success to you, Paul. And uh, please, uh, if you uh, if you do find your way to New York City and you come in, please make sure you ask for me because I want to come over and thank you in person. It would be an honor to uh, to, to try and make you happy. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate this interview. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Paul. Like I say, continued success. Thank you. You too. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Paul Leslie Hour. If you enjoy these interviews, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the podcast. You can help us by listening on the free Radio Public app. The show can also be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, or Overcast. For more information, visit thepaulleslie.com or follow on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, all at The Paul Leslie. The Paul Leslie Hour theme song is performed and composed by Jeff Pike. Outro music is performed and composed by John Goodwin. See you next time on The Paul Leslie Hour.